You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to GCR.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. It's a Sunday evening. I think Charlie, we are all tired waiting to go to work on Monday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to record another episode. Um, so yeah, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. You already know my voice is Komo, and I have a guest with me today in the studio. I'll let him introduce himself to the listeners quickly. I'm Yawaban, a young politician, a part-time farmer, Bisa. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a very short, that's a very short introduction. If you don't know, Yawaban is... Um, a rising politician. I think he's known in the interwebs um, quite a lot um, for um, running a Young Patriots account. Can, let me introduce I... myself properly. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, you so can I'm the founder of Twitter Patriots, the social media accounts or membership where MPP members, Young Patriots, sign up voluntarily to promote the good work of the government, that's the MPP government. So yeah, I founded it in 2020 after the elections, and that's been good so far. Other government staff, other government staff I wouldn't be able to mention, right? Right, I understand. Can we ask them, can I find out the motivation for this? Like, what made you decide that, okay, I'm going to set up like an account that would be specifically for young people who are interested in Okay, politics? so... During the election, I realized a lot of the information on election, politics, were being consumed on social media. Per my observation. Right. So, I decided right. to, instead of, it was actually a group of 10, 9 or 10 or so. So, uh, afterwards, you get uh, DMs. Yeah, I would like to join. I would like to volunteer for the party. I would like to do this. I would like to do this. So, I decided to arrive. Right, a good idea right, if you want right, to right. do something for the party, why not? So after the election, the election was really, really okay. busy for me. It was really hectic. There was a time mm-hmm. I almost collapsed in the office. And it wasn't easy. But those DMs were coming, so I wanted the election to actually the pressure to go down so that I can bring all those guys mm-hmm. on board and see how it goes. So around, I think, right. January after the election, I responded to the DMs. I made them aware it's a volunteer group. They joined. So basically, the idea is to promote the government. Social media is everything right now. Because people pay their phones. They are on their phones in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. The youth don't watch news all the time. Right. Maybe, right. Uh, maybe evening news or something. But in the afternoon, they are on their phones. In the morning, they are on their phone. So I realized that is the platform right. where you can actually project the government that is in my uh, my small corner. How I can use that platform to mm-hmm. actually this is what the government is doing, this is what the government is doing, 
is why I think and my people think you should be bound for her. This is what you are doing, blah, blah, blah. So the platform itself of social media has become a very big platform. A tweet can make and unmake you. Twitter is very powerful. So, and you know how Twitter mm-hmm. conversation that it goes on. Twitter conversation can go right, yeah. on for even a month, two, three months. Unlike Facebook, which is great, like in silos. It's a, a conversation dies all right. few minutes or hours. But Twitter goes on, refreshing. Right. So, the whole idea is projecting the government on social media. I thought I wouldn't wait right. election time before it starts now, breaking mm-hmm. the age or the MPP getting another four years to make it to so start right after the election of 2020. Yes, that was right, the right, right. So, right, interesting. All right, so from from the from the little we've heard. I think our listeners will know that you are very political yeah, person. But for the, for the conversation, for the topic, <laughs> this is my soul. But for the topic is... Yeah, 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 I know, I for know. For the topic, the neutrality. I know, definitely. I just, right, I just, I just wanted to find out the motivation right. behind that. Because, um, Charlie, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, being a political um person in this country or supporting a political party in this country sometimes it's hard hard. for you i don't want to go into that sometimes i know right right that that's not what this podcast is for but it's good that um, you realize the um the 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 powerful nature of social media as an internet tool and and what it can actually do to help um shape how a party is being perceived i guess what we are also doing here kind of like us up to those things, but we are not going to get into details. Um, we'll quickly get into the episode, our first segment, which is what be your mind. Um, so if you are listening, last week we talked about the African um, free continental trade area <clears throat> with Virgil. Virgil is supposed to be here, but he couldn't because he has something else to do. Um, but then we had a short episode on what's afterwards <clears throat> talked about what um, the potential is for africa because for Virgil, he was also very interested in that and um, we had a short conversation so today we brought aban over here because aban is in government and is actually very personally also passionate about the after program and um, being um, an initiative that was started by this government um, which belongs to the political party he belongs to, I felt the need for him to come and then come and give us more inside information about um, after and how it could benefit us as a whole. So, um, Avan, do you have any comments to make about um, the last episode? I'm sure yeah, you I did. Um, but then I jotted something down. I didn't like when he said, mm-hmm. um, they are making noise about this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That word was often being used by right. the guy. Yeah. It wasn't good. You see, uh, the youth, we have to own this after. We have to own it. It's not for it's not for the grown ups, the politicians. You see, you see the, 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 at the agreement, at the meeting, you see old, old people, right? Yes. Right. In Rwanda, Kigali, you saw old politicians, but it doesn't belong to them, it belongs to us. Mm-hmm belongs to the youth. This is our future. May I call it our 
last shot. But that time I told you, this is okay. our last shot. So yeah. I wasn't okay right. when they are making, like, used to say they are making noise about this. It's not noise. But if you don't get this right, you are dead. You are dead. So, okay, if you don't get this right, you are dead. Stuff. Wow. And then, <laughs> he also talked about, I think, the tariffs, which I enjoyed it. Right. Uh, we got to the 90% tariffs of for traders mm-hmm. in the sub region. Okay, I enjoy, enjoy the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just that I, I wanted the, the, the passion of it. Like, just be optimistic of, right. of, of the argument of the trade. It's not a noise. Right. It's not right. Noise. Right. It took the Europeans right. 50 right. years. European Union it took them 50 years before they can actually, like, they can actually benefit from the whole European Union. The unit, the union you see itself, right? Mm-hmm. It, they, they started, mm-hmm. they didn't have the infrastructure, they didn't have the, a lot of challenges after it's going to go through, right? You know, but then, mm-hmm. They, 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 they decided to start from somewhere. Well, Kelly said it. He said in an interview on Draw, right. he said it today, Europeans, 50 years to get this right. And we can, we can, we can also. And this is the agenda 2063, bro. This agenda 2063 oh, right. is not something which is, we just took off and it's going to happen. It's not a noise. This into the future. Right. This is right. into the future. This must be mm-hmm. owned by the youth. This is our soul. I like right. conversation that uh, a bit optimistic. The, pe- the person expresses a, some form of mm-hmm. some form of joy, and at least that at least together we can make this no doubts and stuff. Right. The Europeans went through hell before right. this European Union became a success. Right, so let's let's mm-hmm. enter the youth. So that was my few observation. And, Right, thank you, thank you, thank you. So for you, it's about the optimism. Yeah. Um, it's good that you, yeah, it's good that you pointed out that this is not a mid to short term project, but it's a long term project. Um, thank you for your observations. I'm sure Virgil will listen, and I'm knowing Virgil, he would um, engage you guys so that you guys can also talk more because. Um, he's also very interested in after uh, right so um <laughs> yeah actually again when we release this episode um fortunately for for me i think that city published um, an article the same day we released the episode um and the article um stated that the african world trade network which is AWTN has partnered has partnered with after it actually came out the, the article actually came out the same day we released the episode so it was kind of good because we had talked about it so like this yeah but i read the article but for our users that didn't read the article can you explain what this partnership is going to do for um after and probably african world trade okay um so AW uh, Africa World Trade Organization, right? Trade Net, yeah. Network. Network. Right. Or network. Right. So they partnered uh, after on three uh, on three agreements that they are going to one um, organize forums, give platforms to 
the traders within the sub region to help them equip them how to trade and those kind of stuff and second to help after implement it goes and then the third one is to make sure that whatever is, in, is within the agreement they will support their path that they are supposed to play they will do to right. make it a uh, full right, right. implement it fully so i think it's a good initiative right. though there's there's no um monetary commitment or that sort of or or, or, or it's trying to see they are more of training and then partner with after mm-hmm. to see to to ensure that their objectives are met how they can also contribute to that their objectives are met um this question this question was sort of like sideways virgil a bit on on the thing that he said that you didn't like <laughs> <laughs> right oh, <okay. laughs> but 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 you know there are agencies that are pushing um, um, after, right? Actually, before we get into that, this is this will be some questions. Like, apart from um, the Ghana Exports Promotion Agency or something, which I think we talked about in the last episode, yeah, are there any other agencies that are like helping um, after? To like push, push, push the agenda. Do you know of any other the trade, agencies apart from right. right. Actually, the trade ministry even have a secretariat mm-hmm. within the ministry, supports and after. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you have uh, GIPC, yeah. mm-hmm. Ghana Investment, Ghana Investment Promotion. No, recently they, they had a spark up. Mm-hmm. Oh, on that program. Yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard. So I think yeah. in Ghana, these are the two major organs who are going to get the, the agreement when it comes to Ghana, like positioning Ghana well, so that we can benefit, mm-hmm. we can reap the, the benefit that we want to reap from the agreement. So, JPC, right. the trade ministry itself, they are standing in front of the agreement make sure that can happen but if you look at trade ministry like this they have um when do you want it you see this this is right. what they want this is why the conversation is interesting and some experts believe countries like ghana <laughs> and nigeria and the big big guys are going to benefit and if you ask me mm-hmm. the countries who are going to benefit fully cannot should be at my right bro because right. if you look at some of the projects that are going to be rolling out when they want it plants for food and jobs it's our group and if you look into the agreement some of some of the things they want to push you to support agro based product and then you have the manufacturing of the manufacturing the um the nizan is here uh, in the trade ministry the uh, nizan VW, other automobile companies are in. Yeah, um, so other automobile companies, right. We have to all at least support and make this happen. So that's the trade ministry side. The GIPC, they also promote investment, foreign uh, direct investment into their country. And other countries outside Ghana are also foreign countries. So 
these openings and opportunities right. for GIP uh, to promote its its goals, its objective, what uh, like attract investment into the country, from Nigeria, from South Africa, Egypt. Right. It's an opportunity for the center for the investment center to attract more investment. So I think Ghana stands stand a chance of benefiting hugely, immensely. In fact, Ghana stands a chance immensely. Right, 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 yeah, and um, running back on this, um, Ghana standing a better chance. Um, I mean, this is this is things that we've always said we always position ourselves, and Ghana stands a better chance. And most of the times, we are disappointed, and then it goes one way or the other, and then something comes up five years later, or like <laughs> let's say another political party comes and slashes everything. <laughs> Right. My question is, what makes after special? What's what makes it different from the EU or the ECOWAS? Because all of these things too are formed with the same intention um, to increase and um, sort of like unify us in terms of trade and, and, and finances and all of this. But then years down the line, you don't hear anything. Right. So over the years, Africa has realized they've tried all other means, all other means to progress, and they've realized right. uh, they it just happened. They talked about the clerical work goes on, the paperwork, the implementation which that they themselves, the leadership, they've realized that we've tried this. So because it begins from in commerce. Organization of African Union to other models to block economic, uh, the block uh, West Africa economic, and we have the East African, yes, block, block economic, like plenty, plenty stuff. So they realized that this is, this, this is our last opportunity to grow this economy, to grow this continent, to position this continent. So I think what makes it special is they realize that. We are many. We are not trading among ourselves. We are able to cut timbers from mm-hmm. the forest, drive it down to the ports and exports. It doesn't really make sense. So why don't we trade among ourselves? Why don't you combine our resources? We have the people. Why don't we say things that we are going to move out of Africa? We are going to maintain them here. We are going to if I'm if this country is supposed to export this to Europe. Why not somewhere in Africa? So that there will be the crypto flights will be will be kept, right? So they feel like that the need to trade among ourselves is the conversation. Yes, the need to trade among ourselves that will make this special. And you realize that um, in Rwanda, twenty eighteen, when they were signing the agreements. Right. Almost all the countries sign up. Mm-hmm. There's there's three things. The conversation started in 2015 in Addis Ababa, and then 2018 in Rwanda. That's where the signing went on. You could see that all the countries were willing to sign up. It makes it special, right? right. They sign up. They're signing up in 2018 in Rwanda, and then the ratification. After you sign up, you agree. Then you are asked to go back to your country, ratify it, 
let your people accept it. That's true parliament, right? Parliament represents the people. So it was doing right. the ratification. Then about 22 sign up, they got their ratification. Then they joined the membership. So I think we've all realized the leadership of the African countries have realized that, guys, we've tried this, did it. We've tried this, did it. We've done this, we've done this. Bilateral agreement, multilateral agreement. They've, they know that we must trade among ourselves. That's what makes it special. And the conversation around the globe, like around within Africa, you you hear most of the experts saying, we need to keep the raw materials here, add value to them, export it among ourselves. Even if not among ourselves, we have to add value to it before we export it outside Africa. They've all right. of them have realized that the old way of doing things is not working. That's what makes this special. And what makes it special is this is right. for trade. This is trade, not like other let's come together and form United Africa. This this is actually about trade. Yes. What makes it special also is they realize we have the potential. We have the people, we have the resources. Look, we are even, the land itself is, 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 is even easy. It should be easy to travel within Africa. But that's not the case. So they realize it's a big opportunity. We have to sell, buy among ourselves in order to grow. So they set 2063 as agenda 2063. As, as, as the long term goal, what towards it, that should they expect that after will be the, the springboard to push Africa to that limit, to that end. The conversation, the talk of meeting, um, summit, they themselves have realized we have to trade among ourselves, we have to buy, we have to allow movement of people, we have to allow. People want to trade goods, services. They've realized so that's what made it special. Are there programs going on? Are there like factories being built up? I, like for Ghana, I know that the government is doing um, in this resource, but like for the for the general after community in Africa, can you tell us whether probably they've taken it upon themselves to like do certain things that would make sure that raw materials are not the only things that we are able to trade amongst ourselves, but then we can trade in more things that are higher up the chain. I don't know I if you get my question. So, in the, you said, um, uh, this where competitive advantage plays, where Ghana, right. Ghana is endowed, Coco, Ghana is second, the uh, global, the second export in Coco in the world, right? So, South Africa is not a major producer of cocoa. So, right. you have chocolate factories in South Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is where the competitive advantage plays. Instead of exporting those cocoa outside of Ghana, you can export it to South Africa. To feed their cocoa uh, chocolate factories. They are factories in Africa, but right. you know most of them are owned by the foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So to say in other parts of Africa, do you have um, setups with factories available to add value to the raw material? Well, there is. But most of them are owned by the forest. Right. So there's the need to right. there's the need to add, um, this is this is too early. And then I think <laughs> we will get there. What if oh, are you saying that yeah, are you saying that we are jumping? We are, no, we are not like, we are not. It's uh, you know, if if right. if we, okay. if all African countries are to industrialize before we start the free trade, we will never get there. Yes. It's not going to happen, so, right? There are few right. factories right. around, but you know, they are for foreigners. And not not all of them. Some are for the local people. There are local people who own the factories. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, we have local people who own the factories. Banyi Mahama. Right. That's the cement factory, right? They're competing with other right. gas right. and mm-hmm. so there are local factories around. Right. Jump on it. But most of them are foreign. Right. So, right. Right. So I yes, think, yes. so you know, I think right. uh, going forward, um, mm-hmm. companies or uh, uh, businessmen themselves will realize that we have to this after after is going to give an opportunity to us. We have to create factories to receive this cocoa beans from Ghana, process it, export it, chocolate. Or, right. or other countries will also right. say, okay, coffee can come from maybe. Um, Senegal can set up a factory, right. take take consignment from Senegal, process it, export it. So it's in progress. I think people get to know that mm-hmm. I can get raw material from Ghana, I can get raw material from Egypt, I can just setting up the businesses, the factories. They will, they will, they will come up. But now they have factories, right. but <laughs> most of them export their raw materials. Even some of our uh, uh, yeah. retail shop, the multi, uh, multi, uh, multinational retail shop, like ShopRite and stuff. ShopRite in Ghana, they export some of their fruits and vegetables from South Africa. It has to meet some standard. Mm-hmm. So I think right. the, 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 the business community in, in Africa has to take the challenge that we are going to take we are going to take advantage of after the free trade area. We are going to we are going to diversify our investment. We are going to change where we we, we import our raw materials from. If if, uh, if Ghana is right. able to export cocoa to South Africa, ninety percent off tariff. Why should I import it from somewhere else? Maybe from Brazil or you can just get consignment from Ghana, process it in South Africa. Somewhere else in Zimbabwe, somewhere else in um, Benin, spots it outside Europe, outside Africa or within Africa. So I think mm-hmm. the, the African businessmen should take advantage of the agreement. I know going forward there will right. be factories coming up. You know, it all goes down to centralization, trying to. You, that's why we have to own this up. That. So setting up a factory right. has to be in line with us. Okay, if I set up a factory, I can export raw material from Ghana, from Togo, from Benin, 90% type off. 
it will be interesting. The important part of all of this is the human capital. Um, it's a fact that Africa has the highest population of like youth um, in in the world, or probably if not the first or the second. I'm sure I'm not really sure, but it's one of one of the two, right after China. And these young people grow are essentially the human capital of now and the next generation. And um, with the way the world has become a, a, a global village, you don't necessarily compete in your country. Um, I dare say in any job that you find yourself, you are competing with the world. Um, what is the agenda for um, after in terms of human capital, in terms of um, moving people, in terms of movement of people for jobs? Okay, so... Um... Human uh, free movement is key, and I think it shouldn't be right. just on paper. Uh, the leadership, the secretariat, must ensure that whatever is on paper, that people are able to, we young graduates are able to to move from one country to another to seek for opportunities. It should be implemented to the latter. So uh, right. we we are going to give our opinion, but the masters of the game must ensure that they implement those those parts of the agreement to the lab. And okay. So free movement is yeah, part of that agreement. Is part of the agreement. Yeah. Right. So within Africa. Africa. Yes. Not within West Africa. Africa. Within Africa. No yes, West within Africa. Africa. Right. Okay. So people should be able to right. move with and 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 the in the previous episode, um I think the, uh, uh, the speaker uh, talked about the French countries being very strict when it comes to your documentation. It's very true. Yes, it's very right. true. We are very right. strict when it comes to your documentation. So, what 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 is the secretary going to do to at least limit those stress where people have to move in and out of their countries within Africa, move out, come in? So. The masters of the game, the secretary, the leadership, they must ensure that this is followed to the lap. You know, and other countries also right. have um, uh, bilateral agreements with uh, maybe their neighbor or other countries within the region. So maybe in Ghana, you can move free from Ghana to Togo. You cannot, you cannot go further from Togo. And then further right. in Nigeria, as we right. speak, the borders are closed, right? And there's there's pressure yeah, on the government yeah. to uh, to open the border. So there are right. countries. Even before that, there were instances where Nigeria and Ghana had some uh, trade disputes where their borders were closed. They said they are not going to allow. Uh, Ghanaians to sell the items in Nigeria. I, I think the items yeah. were were blocked at the border. They were not able to move until some negotiation and discussion dialogue went on before. So you have even individual countries, uh, neighbors, moving freely is, is a problem. Right? They think Ghana is also saying if you're a Nigerian, you cannot come into Ghana and engage in retail business. It's um, discouraged people to move from one country to the other. Yes. So if you're Nigerian and you want to trade, which you know you cannot, you don't want to, Nigerians wouldn't do the wholesale. They want to do the retail. 
So if they get to know, then right. I don't going to allow me to engage in with the, such a person who will be discouraged to move into Ghana, right? Uh-huh. So there should be some flexibility somewhere. There should be um, people who can actually move. And here is the case. Make, um, free movement also comes with a price. Some experts believe uh, extremists will take advantage of it. Right? Yes. Right. Uh, bad guys will take advantage of it. So means, yes. Yeah. It means then the security yes. component yes. also comes. So if you are right. if if you right. are the president of a country and you've heard is they bring you analysis, this is what if you are going to move with this what you're going to you'll be careful a bit or you would like to revise your decision, right? So right. There, there, right. there's you there's there's positive and negative attached to everything. Once you let people move in, right. really, bad guys also try to, <laughs> to try to take advantage of the system, right? But Definitely. it depends mm-hmm. on uh, maybe the border guys, uh, the officials at the border, showing that the rights people who are come to trade are able to move freely. The, the, the masters of the game, the secretary, the, the, the leadership, they should ensure that that aspect of the agreement is, is, is implemented fully to the latter. So that people can move, people right. who want to trade can move freely within the region. And then make sure we have competent right. uh, border officials who can screen the wrong guys from the bad guys, the, ba- the good guys from the bad guys. Yeah. So that we have the right guy yeah. moving freely, engaging. Yeah, yeah, trading activities. On on top of all of this, it's just you've clarified to us that free movement and possible job creation is also in the agenda of after. So that's a good thing for for us. Twenty sixty four. I know most of us will still be here, so then we might um, 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 enjoy some of these opportunities that um, may come up for after. It's still in its early stages, but I. As I said earlier on, when I was starting this, um, when I was preparing this podcast and the previous one, was just to let everybody know what this was about and the possibilities these things stand to give. Even though at some point, these things happen and they go off, so you are kind of like doubting if it will happen or will not happen and all of that. But then, well, as you said, it's our last last shot. At uh, growing as an African country, I, I would like to touch on a few. So, in in the area of uh, job creation, I think this is where right. the graduate has to take advantage of it. If there's a job ad- right. advertisement somewhere in Nigeria, somewhere in Benin, or in Togo, some of the African countries need nurses for uh, health professionals. And we are here exporting um, health professionals to Europe, other countries who need it. You can you can take advantage of of these opportunities, right? Countries within Africa who need nurses, doctors. There are some countries they are they are short of doctors. They don't have the means. Ghana have well trained nurses and doctors. So as a graduate, you can check the opportunities outside Africa, outside Ghana. Then you, 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 you take advantage. 
with us. I'm going to celebrate a job creation. Yes, yeah, so as I said, thank you for coming on the episode. But before we go, let me just cool us down. We've had like a serious topic, but let me just cool us down. How do you deal with people coming at you <laughs> on your account when 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 they don't agree with you or something? You know how violent it can get And <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't followed you, but I cannot have seen your um, tweets spark up on my timelines. I'm sure maybe me could have attacked it before and I didn't know. I don't know, but maybe. Um, how do you deal with that? Especially because you are, you, are, you belong to a political party. You know, everybody has their biases or their assumptions about some of the things you do. How do you deal with that? I, before think you go I, I, I have this saying, as a politician, you have to cook your emotions and eat it. <laughs> yes. Wow. That sounds like something yeah. that they will say. Yeah. Wow. You have to cook your okay. emotionless no. man. Wow. You have to okay. cook your emotions and eat it. Right. If, if you are not right. emotionally mature, you cannot go into politics. That's why. Yes. Right. And, and, and it's what you say. It's politicians what you say. The criticism, you get it all the time. So for me, mm-hmm. sometimes there are some guys who they've decided that no, they will come and worry you. <laughs> they will come and worry you. They will come and disturb you. Right. Sometimes right. I don't mind. I want, it only gets to the room for me to mute you. Or mm-hmm. the last point is to block. When you come with insult, I can take all right. the critics, any of them. But is yeah, but yes, that's disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah, I will yeah. either mute you right. or block you. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Right. But as I said, as a politician, right. you have to cook your emotions and eat it. If, if your emotions are <laughs> if your emotions are high, you can't. A politician, you said, right. you said, if you are not able right. to take your, your uh, critics, you are not able to be tolerant, Critics, you can't, you can't do anything. So, my mom said, as a politician, you cook and your emotions and eat them. Yes, like <laughs> you have to eat it. You can't be too emotional, yeah. a politician. Yes, yeah, so Charlie, I'm actually very appreciative of you just coming on. I mean, I just hit you up on DMs and you were like, yeah, uh, let's do this. Um, and uh, um. This is Free Your Mind. Um, it's been another good episode. We'll yeah. see you guys Thank next two weeks. It's a wrap. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. to last not to carry last.